You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks who want to grow a sustainable and impactful business on their own terms. We're here to meet you at the intersection of strategy, spirituality, and self-inquiry so that we can create our own versions of success and grow businesses that serve our personal goals and creativity just as much as it serves our audiences. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business, one that allows you to lean into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, storyteller and outlaw mentor with a nose for the bullshit. I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions because overthinking is a feminist issue. The antidote, your intuition. So get ready as each week we have the messy, honest, and transparent conversations about entrepreneurship, the kind that's missing from the highlight reels of our social media feeds. We're uncovering the real stories behind what it takes to run a sustainable online business on your own terms, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. Ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. Hey, outlaws. Today is a really special day and a really special podcast episode. It has been one whole year since we pressed publish and aired the very first episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. I don't know about y'all, but this year has gone really quickly and it's been a really interesting 12 months since airing those first few episodes. It's been a really interesting journey. This podcast has brought so much joy to my life and I have loved hearing the stories and seeing the ways in which this movement, the podcast, and these conversations have really impacted your lives, your businesses. When I first came up with the idea for Entrepreneurial Outlaws, I was on a call with my coach. We were chatting about my experiences at the time. I had planned to start a podcast in 2020 and it was something I wanted to do, but I wanted to do it right. I wanted it to be the right podcast. I wanted it to bring the right types of conversations. And we were chatting about how I felt in the online space and the ways in which my content had shifted and the direction of my business. And I was telling her the origin story, well, what is now known as the origin story of entrepreneurial outlaws. And I said to her, you know, that's just how I feel. I feel like an outlaw. I feel like an entrepreneurial outlaw. And we just both looked to each other and I was like, that's it. That That's the name. And she scribbled it down. And that was the start of this journey together. That was the start of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. And it's so funny to look back because I was fucking petrified <laughs> to start a podcast. I was so terrified of being so honest and sharing this name because to me it means so much, but it felt really bold. Now it just feels very normal. But I want you to know that when any of you say to me, like, I'm stretching my outlaw wings, or I feel like such an outlaw, or you send me images of 
Waylon Jennings or you send me anything that has the phrase outlaw in it, it makes me really happy. Like it brings me to tears. It makes me very emotional because for me, it's really personal, but for you guys, it's powerful. It's a permission slip. It's support. It's accountability. It is our space to show up and run our businesses on our own terms. And, you know, this podcast is still growing, but it has brought me so much joy to have these conversations, to connect with each of you, to see the reviews, to see the messages. You know, I've always said that if one person listens to this show and I help one person, that's that's great right? That's great because one person being impacted by a conversation we have here on the show, it's fucking incredible because I know how unbelievably toxic and overwhelming the online space can be. I know it firsthand. I know it from the conversations I've had with you, with you and with clients and peers. It can be really, really tough to navigate. So, Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening for the last year. Thank you for sending me messages, for reviewing the show and sticking around because there have been moments, you know, we have had moments where I couldn't record when I got sick at the end of last year. We took some time off over the summer and I'm hoping to get back into weekly episodes now. It has been a roller coaster. But through it all, it has done exactly what I wanted it to do, which was to be that permission slip, be that reminder that, you know, that accountability that you can, you can be yourself in the online space. You can do things on your terms and you can really lean into what makes your business unique, which is you. So today to celebrate our first birthday, our first podcast anniversary, whatever you want to call it, this special occasion, I decided to do something a little bit different. What we're going to do today is actually revisit. We're going to revisit episodes from the last year. What I have decided to do is bring in some of my favorite people. I feel like I should have some Mara Morris playing right now, but bringing in my favorite people who featured on the podcast over the last 12 months. We've had a number of guests. We've had incredible conversations with these people. And I hope you'll agree that giving up their time, coming onto the show and sharing their stories with you has been really, really impactful. In every episode, I ask my guests, what does it mean to be an entrepreneurial outlaw? So we have decided to take their answers and create a really unique and special episode today. So you will get to hear from them all over again what it means to be an entrepreneurial outlaw. I had to go back and listen to all of these conversations and I really, really enjoyed hearing everyone's answers. There were so many similarities, but they were so unique at the same time. But I think what you'll really hear today is it's all about doing your, doing you, right? It's about being yourself challenging the status quo, being a mold breaker, you know, being the person that zigs when everybody else wants to zag. Like that is what it means to be an entrepreneurial outlaw. And to me, 
despite the emotion, despite how close and personal this whole thing is for me, being an entrepreneurial outlaw is about doing things on your terms, right? It's about doing things on your terms. So we're going to get into today's episode. You're literally going to hear every guest from the last 12 months sharing about their business, sharing what it means to be an entrepreneurial outlaw. And um, on the other side, I'm going to come back in and share with you what it really means to me to be an entrepreneurial outlaw at this point in my business. Enjoy. What does being an entrepreneurial outlaw look like in your business? What does it mean to you? Mm, To me, it means showing up 100% unapologetically in this bigger body, standing tall as a personal trainer, calling myself a plus-size personal trainer that is educated to talk about health and exercise and teaching women that there is a much better way to do these things. Um, It is being a rebel in the health and fitness industry. Um, I definitely feel like a rebel. I feel like I am breaking all the rules. Um, And it feels damn good. I've always been an outsider in the first place. I've never followed the pack. So... I'm very much showing up in my true, unapologetic, big-ass body that I actually am beginning to feel very proud of, to be honest. Mm. It just sounds yummy, doesn't it? Yes. (laughs) Give me all the entrepreneurial outlaw. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think it means not to be like too literal on the uh, Western theme, but like it means staking my own claim, you know, and, and, and being, being on the forefront, like you said, like people who are leading and not following. It's not that I have a desire to like lead people, but that I'm leading myself that I'm not following anyone else. I'm leading myself based on my intuition. I'm going places that not everyone is going or in taking routes that not everyone is taking because that's what resonates with me. And um, yeah. And, and that because of that, I get to do things in my own way. You know, just like the out West settlers got to forge their own path. Like that's kind of how I, I see it. Like I, I, I will just have my own playground and do my own fucking thing and follow my own intuition. And that will attract the people who are aligned with that vibe. I just feel like I see me and Melanie like just jogging over to your playground right now. Like <laughs> I want to join this outlaw playground over here. Like, <laughs> yeah. And that's oh. the thing when, when there's no one right way that we're chasing, when there's no perfectionistic ideal, we can appreciate each of our own unique ways of doing things so much more because we're not constantly comparing them to some idealized version Mm-hmm. Yes. Oof. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Okay. 
Ashley. Same question, Ashley. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I just want to second everything (laughs) that Jenna just said. And I would just add that being an entrepreneurial outlaw to me means unsubscribing to the belief that being an entrepreneur needs to be fucking hard and that I need to hustle and that I need to sacrifice time with my family, my health, things that I fucking enjoy, my creativity, being in nature, that I need to sacrifice all these things that bring me so much joy in order to be successful. Fuck that. So yes, everything that you just said, Um, but also just ignoring the cookie cutter strategies and realizing that we are all very different, even in this world of cycle alignment. Um, Not everyone's cycle and rhythm is going to look the same and just shining a light on those differences and realizing that we have different strengths and, you know, even different weaknesses that can be turned into strengths or that we, you know, view as weaknesses. Um, but also breaking old rules such as having to hustle in order to grow a successful business and seeing the importance and slow growth and how impactful that can be. Fear is not a great motivator because it's going to result in a whole host of other issues down the road. So I started, you know, when I started having these conversations really, really actively, I kept having people, you know, showing up on my inbox and my DMs. They're like, but Maggie, you know, this is great that you're pointing it out, but like, what do we do about it? I was like, well, what do we do about it? We just do things like the way they're done in the normal world. that was just, I was just like, kind of like, well, what do you mean? What do we do about it? You just do business like normal corporations and, you know, normal people do in the real world. And people are like, but I don't know what that means. I, I like literally have no, I was like, Oh, so I started really digging into, you know, based on my background in communications and in marketing, like, well, what are the things that really are the common threads of what I see in the work I've done for years working with clients that I see my clients doing. And I'm like, oh, interesting. It all comes down to trust. Oh my gosh. Um, Okay. This is going to be very eloquent. (laughs) You can't, you just have to stop giving a fuck. There's Instagram, what I always say, Instagram is it's very real and it allows for connections like you and I right now, Melanie, right? Like because of the power of Instagram, we've been able to connect. Awesome. It's also very not real. There's so, we obsess over so much shit that's not real and it's not important. And so for me, being an entrepreneurial outlaw is honestly just giving less of a shit about stuff that's not going to matter. Like I think about myself as an old woman someday. I know this sounds morbid, I think about myself on my deathbed, right? And I'm like, maybe I have, you know, a ton of grandchildren running around. Am I really going to be like, so in 2020, I posted a viral post on Instagram reels and I, you know, like, fuck that. There's so, (laughs) no, just fuck it. And so that's a huge part of being an outlaw for me. And the other side of that is once a client, like once you connect with a real human, 
that's where that's the shit that you should give a fuck about is the people, the real humans, the people that matter, the people that know you and trust you, the people that are they're investing their time with you. They're investing their trust in you. They're investing their hard earned money. I mean, that's a big thing that everyone needs to know. Like all of us, you worked hard for your money. So be discerning about where it goes and who you're trusting with that with every single one of your pennies, right? I have made horrible financial decisions before Mm -hmm. because of the smoke and mirrors of Instagram, but we give a shit about so much stuff that isn't real and doesn't matter. And then I think because of that, we don't have enough energy to focus on the stuff that does matter. And then even outside of business, like we are whole ass humans outside of business. You are not your Instagram. You are not the revenue that you're, that you generate. We have lives, we have partners, we have friends and family, and there's a whole universe that lives inside each of us, you know, and we can forget that day to day because of the metrics and the followers and the revenue and the, this and the, and the, that. And so like, yeah, just give, give a shit about stuff that matters versus the stuff that's not going to matter when you're an old grandma, you know? An entrepreneur outlaw means to me and my business going against the flow because I know what feels best for me and recognizing I'm going to be curious. I'm going to experiment. But if it doesn't feel good, I'm stopping that shit. I ain't doing it. (laughs) Fuck that Mm -hmm. shit. Ooh, this is good. I think for me, it means running a business model that I love, even if it's not what's necessarily going to make me more money faster. And I know that's a weird thing to say, because I think we all obviously want, we would like to, right, make more money. But if I don't feel creatively inspired by my business, then to me, it wouldn't be worth making, you know, six times the income if I if I hated every moment of it. So it's like, there's that balance for me. And that's where I feel like I'm an outlaw. Um, to me, in my business, it means being okay with marketing in ways um, that many other people don't market. Um, it means kind of putting my neck out there and doing things that might seem strange or out of the ordinary, but it doesn't bother me because I know that I'm doing it for the right reasons. I know that at the end of the day, the way that I market makes me feel good. And it, and I don't kind of end the day feeling like I'm manipulating people into parting with their money or feeling like I'm, you know, just doing stuff that's a little bit smarmy and unethical. So as an, as an entrepreneurial outlaw, it means that, you know, I, I can see quite clearly opportunities within my business where if I want it to market the way everyone else markets, I could be, you know, making six and seven figures. I could be churning out 
kind of copy paste strategies or done for you services that don't take, you know, my individual clients needs into account. I could produce vaults of copy, you know, um, like other um, businesses do and rack up loads of money. But at the end of the day, I'm the one who has to sit with myself and I'm the one who has to be able to sleep at night and making a quick buck will never mean more to me than impacting someone's life and empowering someone and doing all of that in a way that feels good. Hmm. Okay. So to me, it comes back to the feelings um, because it is like a permission slip to choose what feels right as opposed to how it should be. And that can go for many different areas of running a business or even living your life, right? It's just, Mm -hmm. but obviously it is an entrepreneurial outlaw. So let's talk about the business portion. Um, You talk a lot about marketing and marketing techniques that are taught by certain people that don't feel right. And that's exactly what it means to me too. I want to, I want to feel comfortable. I want to feel like I'm not doing something wrong. I'm not being a bad person. That's how I want to feel when I'm doing marketing and when I'm talking about my business. So just choosing what feels right to me, again, having the reasons why it, it does feel right to me is really important. That that's what entrepreneurial outlaw means to me. Wasn't that fun? Wasn't that so incredible? I mean, firstly, I just want to give a big thank you to every guest that has been on Entrepreneurial Outlaws in the past year. Um, I feel like essentially it was like a first season of the show and I absolutely adored having these conversations with people who I'm inspired by, people who are my friends in the online space and people who I get to consider friends. That is just so cool to sit down and take conversations that we have all the time and get to press play and record them and put them in your ears. So it was such a great time and we're going to have so many cool guests and so many amazing conversations over the next year as well. But thank you to every single guest who's been on the show. Thank you for taking time to record And um, we're going to make sure that every single guest has their information all linked up in the show notes so that if you missed any of these episodes over the last year, you can go back. We'll link to them. You can visit them, revisit them, sorry, and uh, make sure you check out those episodes. So what does it mean to be an entrepreneurial outlaw to me at this stage in my business? I think firstly, I want to say that this past year, of business has been wild. It has been such a roller coaster. I went from growing my business really rapidly. Um, it kind of got away from me. It kind of just snowballed. And there were definitely mistakes I made. There were definitely decisions I would do differently now. Um, and I'm going to actually do some episodes talking about some of those mistakes that I made or things that I would do differently. But My business grew really rapidly. At the same time, I wanted to start this podcast. I hired a team. It was a really wild journey in 2020. I know it was wild for everybody, but it was really strange for me and my business because 
a year later, when I look back, it feels like it was a dream. It doesn't feel like it was a real year. It feels like it was this random, this random situation kind of put in front of me from the universe. Like, here you go. Here's everything you thought you wanted. Now what? And there were things that I absolutely adored about my business, things that I have continued to do. For example, this podcast, but there were certainly elements of my business last year that burnt me out. There were decisions that I would make differently. There were areas of my business that kind of fell a little bit out of control and impacted my, you know, mental health and my emotional health. So as I headed into this year, I really wanted to slow down. And that was both the decision I made and also a decision that was kind of forced upon me in certain ways. There were moments where I felt really anxious in my business this year, really nervous, really worried, catastrophizing so many things and situations. But ultimately, I got through them and I was able to see that once again, so many things can change in such a short space of time. I made some really powerful decisions for my business this year, things like deciding to slow down over the summer, knowing that I wouldn't have as much time to work and really not wanting to feel forced and flustered every time I wanted to record a podcast episode. My favorite thing is to just sit down with my microphone, press record and start talking with you. And I knew that if I was trying to force myself into recording, it would get really overwhelming. So I made that decision earlier in the spring to slow down over the summer, take some time to really plan for the first birthday of the podcast and figure out our next steps in terms of content and recording schedules and things like that. It turned out that time was really, really useful. I published the Outlaw Journal, I published a Lunar Journal, and I have currently, or I'm currently working on, sorry, a small business planner, content planner. And that has been really fun. I've really loved being more creative this year. And there'll be more to come because I've definitely got the publishing bug. But in terms of using that and outlawing my business, there were some kind of key moments over the last year. The biggest one that I remember is is really deciding to change the way my business was. I was making money that I had always wished to make. I thought that was a really interesting thing because... At the same time, I was shifting the way I spoke about business. I was shifting the way I approached business. And it felt really powerful that I could do things on my own terms, but also make this level of income. But very quickly, I realized that my business didn't look the way I wanted it to look. There were things I was doing that I had never planned to do. And whilst I could do them, that wasn't what I wanted to be spending my time on. I wanted more time to be creative. I wanted more time to get back into podcasting and creating content. I didn't want to be completely kind of disassociated from my business. So I made decisions. I let go of clients. I stepped back. I slowed down. And with that came a lot of clarity. Some of the most important things this year have been changing the way I launch products and programs. I started off 2021 with the idea of hosting a mentorship. And I went into a launch in January and very quickly realized that I did not want to be launching this program in this way. People were not interested. I felt exhausted in January. I felt so burnt out. It was the most 2020 month of this year, I think. And I decided to kind of pull the plug on my launch. 
it really was hard to do that because I hadn't done that in a really long time, but I just knew, I knew that it wasn't right. I knew it wasn't the right time. Something was off. I dusted myself down. I definitely had a little pee party, but I dusted myself down and decided to focus on the journal, focus on the outlaw journal. And during that time, so much positive feedback and so many great conversations about content and the podcast. So the outlaw journal essentially became an extension of this podcast. So many ideas and prompts really came from episodes that I'd recorded right here. And that was at the same time, around the same time, I launched the Outlaw Collective. And the Outlaw Collective has become this really incredibly small and powerful community. It's an online community for entrepreneurs who want to have deeper conversations around online business right? I I truly see it as a safe space. And one of the amazing things about this community, from my perspective, not only once we got in there, incredible people sharing incredible work, but it was the way in which I came to decide how to launch it, the way in which I wrote the sales page, the way in which I priced it. I knew that I wanted this community to be something really accessible I wanted it to kind of just take its own journey. And essentially, I had already launched this thing a couple of times, but I had done it in a really rigid and fixed way. And this third time, I just said to myself, you know what? I don't know where this is going to go. I don't know where the Outlaw Collective is going to go or what it's going to become. But I know that I want to have a community of people who want to be here. I want people to you know, want to be here. I don't want to be in a group posting daily posts because that's not interesting to me, but I want us to be able to come together and be reliable and know that, you know, three times a month, we're going to have these calls and that I'm going to show up and I'm going to bring journal prompts and conversations that we can have. And that is what it has become. It was really interesting. I wrote that sales page and I literally wrote, I don't know where this is going. And that was kind of my marketing. It was literally like, I don't know. Very quickly, a few people joined and we have really, really enjoyed the past few months connecting and and working together. And what I took from this was that not only for me, being an entrepreneur outlaw now means doing work that feels really exciting and really good because it's much easier for us to market and talk about it. But it also meant giving people more choice and not giving up, right? If it's something I really truly believe in, and I want you to kind of take this as well, if it's something that you really believe in, you know in your, you believe in yourself and you know that you can help people get these results, or you know that you can facilitate these conversations, whatever it is that you do, don't let those kind of those hiccups, those bumps in the road, don't let them hold you back or keep you down. Because if you know in your heart that this is the right thing, then it may be such a simple change that you need to make, or perhaps you just need to keep talking about it. I think we underestimate sometimes how much information we are bombarded with on a daily basis, and our audience is no different. And so one of the big changes I made in my business is longer launches. When I first started my business, the launch formula was 10 days and then it became 14 days, but it never felt like enough time for me, let alone my audience. 
Did I make sales sometimes during those shorter launches? Absolutely, I did. I'm not going to disagree that I made those sales, but I was always exhausted about halfway through the launch. So I started to explore longer launches, and I'm talking like four to six weeks, talking about something for four to six weeks, sharing different stages of that, not sending daily emails because I don't want to receive daily emails either, and giving people choice. These are really big changes that I made to my business over the last few months, and they've worked, right? They've worked. In the last five months, I have sold four months out of five. I've sold books and journals, and I recently hosted a workshop, and each of those launches was longer. I gave people time to decide. I gave myself time to really consider my content, and sometimes I didn't even really have a sales page, right? Sometimes I didn't even have a sales page because I allowed my content to be my sales page, right? Another big outlaw moment of the last year, allowing my content to become a sales page because I really love content creation. I really enjoy creating content, writing captions and emails, but I really don't like writing sales pages because I fall into that spiral and that trap of it needing to be perfect and it needing to be this specific icky and slightly salesy page. I know it doesn't have to be that way, but I found something that works for me. So I guess for me, I want to kind of remind each of you that you can test things out. A huge part of entrepreneurship is testing things out, right? A huge part of getting from where you are right now to achieving that goal that you have in front of you. A lot of that is about testing, And not everything is going to work, but it doesn't mean you necessarily need to give up. And I think that's a big lesson I learned in my own business this year is that there are things and ideas that you're going to have that you think are the idea, the thing. They're the thing that are going to make you, you they're going to grow your engagement or they're going to build your business or you're going to, you've kind of created this product or program or offer that people are going to like fall over themselves for. And sometimes that's not the case. But sometimes you just need to keep talking about it. You need to listen and you need to just keep adjusting and tweaking it until it gets to the point where people are like, oh, this is what it is? Absolutely, I want to be involved. And in the last few weeks and months, I've really learned a lot of interesting things about some of the decisions I made, revisiting old methods and frameworks I've used. It's been a really interesting summer because people have reached out to me and asked me about these methods and frameworks, things I'd kind of put down. I hadn't thrown them away or disregarded them, but I'd put them down and paused. And now I'm ready to kind of pick those things back up and and really see how I can embrace them, but make them more outlaw. So being an entrepreneurial outlaw right now for me in my business, it's a lot about giving people choice. It's about allowing myself to have multiple streams of income, doing what's right for me and my family and my clients and my 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 growth at this time, really about listening to my energy, right? Really understanding where I'm at in my business right now and what it is that I can give my time and energy and resources to. So I would love if you would come over to Instagram at entrepreneurial 
underscore outlaws. If you're not already following us, please come and follow. Um, we share content every week in relation to each episode. I'm going to be sharing some content this week in relation to the birthday episode, you know, talking about my experiences over the last year, what I think it means to be an entrepreneurial outlaw. But I would love for you to come over to Instagram and share with me what it means to be an entrepreneurial outlaw in your business. You'll see our post today. We want to know, want to hear from you. I would love to know what it means for you to be an entrepreneurial outlaw. And, you know, I would love to know what you've learned about yourself and about your business. If you've been listening to this show for any length of time, what have you learned about yourself and about your business? What have you realized you can do in the last year just by outlawing things? I'd love to hear from you. And as always, I would love to invite you to rate and review the podcast. It would mean so much to me if you would leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, letting me know, letting the powers that be know that this podcast is important, that the conversations we're having here can reach other entrepreneurs, other business owners, people who also, just like you and I, have felt you know a little bit burned out by the online space and really want to do things differently. It would mean so much to me and mean so much to my team because we absolutely love reading those reviews. I love seeing them and I'm going to finally start sharing those reviews on Instagram because I plan to do it and I've, you know, it's one of those things that I'm like, I'm going to do that this year. So you're going to see those reviews going up on Instagram as well, but I would love to hear from you. I'd love to see your review on Apple and please come over to Instagram, join us as we celebrate the podcast's first birthday over the next week or so. Um, And hopefully, as I said, we're going to get back into weekly podcast episodes, which means every Thursday we will be dropping a new amazing episode for you. And we also have some really exciting guests coming up over the next few months. We also have new shorter episodes that I'm going to be airing once or twice a month. And these are going to be our WWOD episodes, what would outlaws do, right? What would an outlaw do episodes? And I'm going to be answering questions, things that have come up either from, you know, conversations I've had over the past year, things that I've had conversations I've had with my team or with my friends in the online space, you know, really answering what would an outlaw do in these situations. So we're going to be discussing those as well. And of course, if you have anything that you would like to know, any kind of burning questions and you're like, I want to know how an outlaw would approach this. Please feel free to either email me or message me on Instagram. Let me know how you would, what you would like answered because I'm more than happy to take those and run with them and, you know, make sure that you get those answers too. So again, thank you so much for the past year. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening in for your reviews, for your ratings, for your messages. I have loved connecting with you and I cannot wait to see what this next year of Entrepreneurial Outlaws has in store for us all. As usual, I just want to say thank you and I'll see you over on Instagram. Until next time, Outlaws.
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our outlaw community and together we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanienights.com forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time, outlaws. Outlaws.